1: What dark deeds unfold on the streets of Arkham? And which unwitting souls,
0: innocent or impure, will succumb to the maddening call? The
1: Call of Cthulhu! Experience the unknowable horror and black comedy of Nerdy Show's Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, an RPG audio drama. Find it at CthulhuMystery.com or wherever you procure fine podcasts.
2: up everybody welcome to the wicked anime podcast this is episode 140 and i am your stupid awesome analyst john star with me is the hard man with hard opinions andrew Hi. and we have our king baby duck evan whoa hold on there special
1: week <laughs> elite for derek i can't believe we're already talking about horses <laughs> i didn't have an
2: appropriate horse uh horse intro for this episode i couldn't think of one and we have, new to our, our not-live yep. post-con studio, but not new to the podcast, uh, Greg.
3: Hey, Greg from AAC,
2: if Greg. anybody remembers hey, me. Greg from AAC. The security guard. Yes. Yeah, security guard Greg. And now he is forever Greg from AAC on the show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so you, you did mention Horse Girls, so I'm just going to kind of fly off the handlebars for a second and play off the reins yeah um <laughs> and i just want to say i don't want to wait till what we're watching to mention this but i i know we've slowly as the episodes have been coming out of wicked anime and discussing uma musume that uma musume is oh my gosh a good show yes but i just realized that it's not just a good show based on its merits of wow this has really good story writing and it's kind of a ridiculous concept. And it's a fun watch. But there's also little to no fan service in it. And it's... It, yep. I don't know if anybody's noticed that or not. But the no, show noticed. that's about horse girls and the dumbness that comes along with that... Girls there, with animal ears. Yeah, there's yes. no fan service. And like no, nobody like popping out of Tops randomly or, Oh my gosh, you saw me in my underwear! <laughs> there's none of
4: that. And
2: it's wonderful!
4: Mm -hmm. Well, keep in mind, this is PA Works. They are known for not doing really much fan service in their anime.
2: Yeah, uh, exactly. But with an anime like Uma Musume, based off of a dumb mobile game uh, where you you race your horse girls, you would think that this would be a show that only lives off of fan service, right? Mm -hmm. Right. But there's none of it. And that just... I, I just thought that that was amazing enough for me to mention it before we even got to what we're watching, because I think that's well, a very important thing to talk about, and it makes the show so good.
4: Yeah, well, I didn't mention it in my review, which you can read on our Boston Bachelor Brigade website, uh, which I wound up giving five stars to this <laughs> anime, and said it's already a top contender for best anime of 2018.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: But I never even meant, like, fan service never came to mind when I was writing my piece because the story is so good that it's like, all right, normally this sort of anime has that sort of stuff, but it doesn't, and it's refreshing to see that sort of thing.
2: Hold Hold on, Evan, hold on. You're telling me that there is somebody out there who understands the concept of good story writing that doesn't involve having to show the female figure in a lewd
4: manner? That's right. A centaur's life, writer. Get it together. <laughs>
2: that show was so boring.
1: It was. It, prob- it probably does help them, though, that a lot of their story writing is coming from actual races and what horses actually did. So they're just kind of adapting all of the horse like racing results into storylines. So they're yeah. kind of using that as like a almost outline.
2: <laughs> yeah, like the silent Suzuka thing. That is, yeah. Don't spoil it, but the silent
4: Suzuka thing. That's that was so sad. Right. I mean, but I want to also make a end I wanna make a mention too that the comedy in the show it's never it's never funny and sexy, it's just downright hilarious. Like yeah, did you watch the most recent episode that came out today? No. Today no, I haven't watched it. Oh, oh. oh let's just say that the the training ends in such a hilarious manner. So that you may actually Find yourself falling out of your chair laughing. Like
2: I want to mention the, the thing last episode when they were doing New Year's together. Uh-huh. And and he was going around, the trainer was going around telling all the horse girls what to do. And then he got to the a silver-haired one. What's her name? I forget. I don't remember. Well, there's two now. Uh, like Cole. I think it's Cole. Uh, the tall one. The tall, awkward one and, yeah. and, uh, who n- never races. Yeah. And he's just like, Cole, do whatever the hell you want. Okay. And yeah, like, but, yeah. she just responds, to, okay. Yeah. And, and that's... Brilliant! Because I love her. I love her character. Mm. I think she's a brilliant character. She doesn't race. She only does these weird things around the other girls and recruits other horses. Yeah. And I think that's a beautiful character in herself. I can't get over the fact that when we started this season, it was hyperbole when we said we were going to talk about horse girls every episode. And it still has not failed that we are still talking about Horse Girls. I hope you're taking notes, Greg, that this is a show you need to be watching. Horse Girls? Yeah, uh, uh, Uma, yes. it's called Umamusume. It's free right. on Crunchyroll.
5: Yeah, it's free on Crunchyroll. <laughs> Just watch Umamusume. Musume. Is it on Funimation? I have a Funimation account. Um,
4: no, no. It's, it's on Crunchyroll and VRV.
2: But if you have a Funimation account, you can go on VRV and sign up for a VRV account. Ooh. And and for only, what, like $4? $4. $4 more, you can get 13 channels that include movies and horror and... Uh, uh, Funimation and Crunchyroll and... and uh, indie movies, and, and some uh, concert, concert uh, films. Deacon Sundry. Why don't I know this? Yeah, it's, it's called VRV. It's only $4 more than either Crunchyroll or Funimation. You get everything. We're not endorsed by VRV, by the way, well, or Crunchyroll.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Please endorse
2: us. <laughs> yeah, listen, we're doing a pretty good job. We are already getting you one well, customer right here. Well, like I right said, I've been, I've been catching up with literally everything. I'm caught up with Food Wars entirely. I, I should be saying this to what, what we're watching, but I'm entirely caught up with Food Wars. I'm entirely caught up with uh, Boruto. I caught up with Boruto, finally. And it's all because I have my iPad, and I can download everything off of VRV onto my iPad. Mm-hmm. And and stream it offline.
5: Wow! And so I just I, I I download everything and watch it in the morning. Do you watch it like in between activities at work? Because I could see you doing that. <laughs> I, I gotta see. Barso, like right now. I do something <laughs> on, on break. I do it. I do it in the morning when I
2: get first get to work, and then I do it on my break. So just on your break though, there there has yeah.
5: to be some other times. There's
2: literally no. I have I have a terrible job. I shouldn't say that on the internet, but I do. Well. <laughs> But VRV is always yeah. there for you. Yeah. Subscribe. <laughs> uh, hey, so I, I didn't bring Newsbell Chan with me. Oh, no. I'm, like, so oh, no. sad. I gotta hit... So- Here, I got a lamp next to me. Ow!
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Newsbell Chan. Ow. <laughs> really hurt. Well, you know, you know... Our first guys, podcast injury.
3: <laughs> you know, guys,
2: nobody sent us fan art yet of Newsbell Chan, so... <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, that's not true. What? Um, Ian. Ian sent us one a while ago. It was and a whistle coon, new, too. Of newsbell Chan? Yep. Uh, yeah, well, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a tan or anything. Oh, okay. it was, Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember he, he sent us a picture of the nakery. No, a- after that, it, I he sent remember. us a hyper-realistic drawing of new uh, a newsbell <laughs> and whistle coon just lying on a table. I didn't, I didn't see that. You didn't see it? Oh my gosh, nobody told me. We, should we posted watched. it on the Facebook page. But we didn't talk about it on the show. <laughs> we just did. I know.
1: Fan service. <laughs>
2: All right, but we rang the news bell, so let's talk about some news. We have a lot.
4: Yeah, there's got a, a lot, lot going
2: on. Mm-hmm. Um, can I actually, you know what, let's, right off the bat, I want to start off with the one that we actually got from Wicked Fan Scott over in the UK, which he was super psyched to tell us about a, they're making an anime film. Based off of the video game, Go to the Moon.
4: I just read about that.
2: Yes. Or, or to the moon? Is it to, to the, the moon? To the moon. Yeah. So, okay, so I have, I, I know of one friend, Larock, who was way back, like, way back in uh, Made. Episode, yeah, Made in episode three. Yeah. No, episode five. Five, yeah. Um, so Larock is the only person in the world who I know who's played this game and he's <laughs> raved about it um it's a game where you are a doctor who is going through the memories of a dying man and you're alternating his memories to make his life better and like it, the old man's dream is that he's wanted to go to the moon so you alter his memories to go to the moon uh, and that's what the game is about and they're making a anime movie about it uh the creator of the game has said that there is somebody really big and prevalent in the animation industry who's working on it, but they haven't revealed what studio that is yet. So All
4: I know is that they actually have the budget, the same budget as what Your Name had.
2: Well, I that, and you know what? Honestly, my speculation was it was going to be Kiyonie uh, to do it because they've done things like Your Name and no, no, they did a silent voice. Your Name was comics films. It was. I thought that they yeah, were Makoto the same. Makoto
4: Shinkai is. Yeah, that's his.
2: I thought they were the same studio. No, uh, they are not. I mean, I know that. I know that Makoto Shinkai is was the director of the film. I didn't know that his studio, like, or he had a studio to go along with that. Yeah, I didn't pay attention enough to that movie because it was like not good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> anyways, well, that makes
2: one of you. Anyways, uh, they. Yeah. So it, it, that's that movie. It should be pretty interesting because it seems like a pretty cinematic game. I, I've never played it, so I can't say. But I know that based off of what LaRock has told me, it's a super emotional ride, emotional roller coaster. The guy who wrote the article that Scott sent us said that even the guy who played through the game for uh, for Rock, Paper, Shotgun says he still can't open up his windows at night and look at the moon
5: without crying. So... <laughs> It just sounds like it would bring a tear to your eye. Yeah, right. I know. Well,
4: think about this too: is that if a small indie game like this is going to be turned into an anime motion picture, that opens up the floodgates for other indie games to be getting that same treatment. So, like, there could be like a movie-based adaptation of something like Call Valhalla. of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not Call of Duty. No. <laughs> like Valhalla, <laughs> or something sex. like Shantae, like indie games like that. I or can even see like, a Shantae movie. Yeah, Shantae movie, I would pay money for. I would actually be like the guy who throws like a hundred bucks for that Kickstarter. <laughs> okay, three hundred. Yeah, because <laughs> I already pay
2: a hundred bucks for most Kickstarters.
4: Hey, are we talking about Kickstarter? <laughs> What's going yes, on on Kickstarter
2: right now? That's a really good transition. I know, I segway was so proud into... of that segue. <laughs> Um, let's talk about Kenichi Sonoda launching a new Kickstarter after the success of the reprint uh, of Gunsmith Cats. Cats. Well, guess what? Now he's got a new project where he's going to create a new animated series off of Riding Bean. So the Kickstarter is to make a five minute animation. You're right. But he said that it could be high enough to make a 20 minute animation that could go on Blu-ray. And I don't know if you guys, I don't know how many of our listeners have watched Bean Bandit. It's a it's a forty five minute OVA that was made in the late eighties early nineties, and it's, it's so good. awesome. I love Riding Bean. Riding Bean is awesome. So if the, if if the original creator of Riding Bean be- and Bean Bandit is going to make a new show about Bean Bandit, it's it's gonna be phenomenal.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know a lot of people are gonna be really really confused. Uh, Because he is the creator of Gunsmith Cats, thus the main character or main character that is Rally Vincent. Uh, Well, Bean Bandit's assistant is also named Rally, so they're two different characters. Don't get them confused. But oh, that I didn't know either. Yeah. So when I when I looked at the Kickstarter, I
3: saw. This, I thought yeah. This
2: they thing. no. They um because they all exist in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Bean Bandit shows up in Gunsmith Cats all the time, but Rally, his partner, is not in Gunsmith Cats. That's so unrealistic. I've never met two people with the same name ever. <laughs> well, they're, but she it's not the same name. It's 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 uh their identities. So because uh, uh, Rally's real name is Irene. Okay. Um, or Rally Vincent's real name is Irene. Are you telling me that Riding Bean's name isn't really Bean <laughs> Bandit? Believe it or not, yes, um, and I, and then and you never find out his real name. I was gonna name my son, my firstborn son, Bean. Hey, you can, don't take my idea now. Okay? <laughs> no, um, no, that's
4: gonna blow up in your face because then people are gonna be like, "Oh, you named him after the Rowan Atkinson character." <laughs>
2: yeah, well, oh no, yeah, Mr. no, because his full name is going to be Bean Bandit.
4: His first name is
2: Bean Bandit. Not mm. not just bean like it's bean bandit. Yeah, um, that's what I'm gonna name my racing horse then. Yeah, bean <laughs> bandit coming down the track. Um, but okay, so so yeah, this this is this will short will go back to the blonde haired, white skinned rally, uh, not rally Vincent, but rally, mm-hmm. and then and bean bandit. A blood-haired,
1: white-skinned rally sounds like something you really want to at. <laughs> <like. laughs> Good catch. Uh, oh, want to clarify, this is a character, not a movement. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Wokit Anime. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited about it. I haven't contributed yet, but I guarantee you I will.
4: I'm th- I'm gonna probably wait until like the last few hours before I throw the hundred in myself.
2: I got the uh, I g- I got the reminder on there. It's gonna email me when there's 48 hours left. See how it's doing. I'm just gonna throw in the hundred buckos for it anyway. Are probably, you probably yeah? Is that like what you need to need to do for the to for get the Blu-ray to get the Blu-ray? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, and and That's I ar- I already I already $90. gave I forget I forget how much I think I gave a hundred to the. To the gunsmith cat's one too, because I wanted that art book. Yeah, like I wanted yeah. the physical copy of the art book. So I, I, I did the no, I did the sixty dollar one for, but I it, did it still the 61, comes the sixty dollar one too. It still comes with the art in Dojin, mm-hmm. just smaller. I know, but I get the three extra items, so it's right. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, the you, but the big art book is three counts as three items. Yes.
5: Okay. Just make sure we're on the same page. Is that Blu-ray DVD going to be like a signed copy for $100? No, the
2: signed copy is for like $1,000. Oh, okay. The yeah. dude is old. He's milking everything he's got. Yeah. But you do get an illustration from him. Like a personalized yeah. illustration? Well, I'm sure he's just going to make a And
4: a 20-page uh, new comic, too.
2: Yeah, so you get you get a lot of stuff with it.
5: All right, well, okay. I'm still a little skeptical of $100 for a Blu-ray, a too. but it's good.
2: No, man... I, okay, so Kanichi uh, or um, Sunata-san is—he's is, one of my favorite anime creators ever. So it, it, to me, something like this is worth it. Uh, I think he's brilliant. I think all of his series are great. He does great action. He does great gun and car porn. Um, oh, sorry, it, what? Gun porn and car porn. Like he loves guns. Ooh, and he really, he loves well cars. Won. Okay. Like like every time every time there's a gun on the screen it's not just like oh man look at my gun it's oh man look at my 9 mm uh, Wal- uh walther 38 uh, yeah and, and it's just like with the with the bullet caliber of this and it shoots uh, slightly to the left but only the american ones do so i got a russian one and like and that's what it is and and they do the same exact thing with cars in it, too. So he knows a lot of stuff about a lot of mechanical things.
5: Okay, because you, like, scared me for a minute, and I was like, whoa, are you going to a dark area? All of a sudden, <laughs> please, let's stay out. No, no, that's <laughs> gonna be later
4: on in the episode.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: let's see, what do we want to talk about now?
4: Man, there's... Well, really- how, about, how about we how about we calm that uh, Guts with Cats being Bandit boner down a little bit with some uh, uh, tragic news with... Production starting in September of Hollywood's adaptation of Monster Hunter. Yeah, Mila Johovic <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: uh, is yeah. <laughs> uh, putting
2: together a live-action Monster Hunter film. September. So while the kiddos are going back to school, they're all disappointed. I'm disappointed because... So this is the same guy who made uh, the Resident Evil films.
4: Yeah, Um, Paul W.S. Anderson. So, of course, he has to have his wife, Mila Jovovich, on board for this movie, too. Who is also a terrible
5: actress. Terrible director and ter- terrible actress. It, it just, it can't be good. Video game movies, and I hate to say this, are never good. They're never good. Except, there is one that I really liked, and I might be the only one on this bandwagon. Rampage that came out like a month or two ago with <laughs> <I> Dwayne <laughs> the Rock <Shopping. laughs> Really? Really? Yeah. yeah, it got like a 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh no, the,
2: the best, the best uh, video game movie that I've ever seen is the Silent Hill movie. The first one. The first Silent The second Hill. one The was... second one was just a fan fiction put on screen. The second one was like Mortal Kombat Annihilation, but with a Resident Evil skin. Yeah. It was fantastic. With a Silent Hill skin, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But the first, of... the first Silent Hill movie is probably one of the best video game adapters. Because the game is made like a movie. Hmm. And Sean Bean does not die in it. I know. Fighting he... <laughs> Sean Bean. Well, that sounds wrong, too. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, Sean Bean Bandit. Sean Bean Bandit. That's better. Um, <laughs> I will
5: forever name my kid, my firstborn, Sean Bean Bandit. <laughs> uh,
2: well, it, it, not only do video game movies get a bad rap, but this guy is notorious for just destroying game franchises and movies. Like Uwe Ball. Yeah, he's he's like yeah, he's, 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 he's like an, an Uwe, Uwe Uli Ball. Yeah, he's an Uwe Ball with a bigger budget, basically. Oh. Um, and uh, it's just the worst because. I don't know who out there has watched the Resident Evil films, but I if, have. But if you watch, if you ever have the opportunity to watch Resident Evil Extinction, it is hilarious because yes. it is a joke.
3: Yeah, the oh, yeah. whole yeah.
2: movie from beginning to end is just a laughing stock. Not because it's a comedy, but because it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm.
5: So I wonder if these directors that do these video game movies, do they really try to study their content of the video games? No, like, I understand they're no, under no. a time limit. But, like, you've got to make a... You're representing, like, a beloved franchise. Please take the time That's, to go over your, you know... So everything
2: website. that you just described yeah. is wrong. because um, oh. Because, because <laughs> they literally get these people who have no idea about video games. They're not fans. They just know it's going to sell because it has a name. Mm-hmm. They have the basic ideas of what it is, and then they trash it. You ever seen a Hitman movie? Oh my gosh. Hitman 47, awesome. Agent 47. I thought it,
5: that movie was okay.
2: Well, That's... in concept the movie is okay. Wait, which one? Agent 47 or Hitman?
5: I think it was Agent 47 I saw. Oh, that, that was would... the most more recent one. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I don't know. Was, when
2: when you have when you have a bunch of SWAT guys in the trailer swinging down from the buildings and he's and Agent 47 is just shooting them out of the sky? How do you get your silent assassin if you're shooting SWAT teams out of the sky? <laughs> Obviously, the the director of the film has never achieved silent assassin while playing Hitman. It's the same thing where they, in, in Wolverine Origins, they got rid of Deadpool's mouth. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 It, he's just like, okay, how does, he, how does he talk? How is he the merc with a mouth where he doesn't have a mouth?
5: That was an abomination to society, that, that scene.
4: <laughs> yeah, so, well, thankfully, we now have Deadpool and Deadpool 2, so... So, have,
5: have you guys seen Deadpool two? Because I saw it on Friday, and man, I want to talk about it, but there's probably spoilers. No, uh, no we haven't uh, not, seen not yet. It's supposed it to be I'm sorry. Is it good though? So, I'd say it's good to me. It's not as good as the first one, but I have been. I've had people tell me that they think that the second one's better. Yeah. And I kid you not, the ending scenes—the th- only thing I'm going to say about the after-credit scenes—are <laughs> they are the best I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. They. <laughs> Cur- how do i say this without trying to spoil anything <laughs> they correct wrongs that have been done and it is hilarious interesting
2: i i i, I read an article or I, I started to but it was going to go into spoiler territory that there is a very well-placed rob liefeld joke in in the movie really yes oh uh yes there is that's amazing <laughs> so. okay yeah so i i, I kind of want to see it yeah uh, and i uh, and again, when when it comes to Rob Liefeld, he's a terrible artist. He's probably one of the worst artists in the world who makes the most comics ever. And it sucks that he's such a nice guy <laughs> because I, it's so much. It feels so much better to make fun of a terrible, horrible, horrible artist when they're mean and nasty and think they're amazing. Like Uwe Boll, well, like Uwe Boll and like. Uh, Todd McFarlane? Todd McFarlane. Yeah. But, uh, cause he's just like, I made SpongeBob and I'm an amazing artist. Like, no, <laughs> you don't. That, that's not where an arm goes. Uh, but, but, uh, Rob Liefeld is just a nice dude. So it just sucks cause you wanna make fun of him, but he's just like, oh, Rob. <laughs>
5: Is, my, is any relation, by the way, Todd McFarlane to Seth McFarlane? I don't I think, think so. no. No, 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 or Michael, no relation. Mike McFarlane, nope, all different. Probably for the better. <laughs> yeah. No, no,
4: you see, you see, it's Seth Mac-Farlane, Todd no. McFarlane, Todd yep. McFarlane. Mm. Two different last names. One's Scottish and one's Irish.
5: Uh, it just yep. confuses me. Just shove them all together.
2: It's <laughs> like... <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, Monster Hunter. Not looking forward to it, I guess. Cause oh, yeah, Because no. we, we didn't even talk about it for, like, half that conversation, so that, that's how much we're <laughs> we not looking forward about to We just how it. terrible of a director he is. <laughs> um, we just wanted to... Just one last thing to point out for the, for the Mila Jovovich uh, uh, Monster Hunter film, is they released one production still from it, and it was a giant dragon knocking down an airplane.
4: So, there's something... <laughs> that has th- nothing to do with the actual game. No, yeah,
2: so... <laughs> Uh, it, it, yeah. It's just <laughs> I, I have no words, yeah. no words at all. Um, I want to talk about something that Evan sent to us in conversation earlier, which I already knew about, uh, but Evan was the one to first vocalize it in our, in our chat. Okay, which is that domains have been purchased and announcements have been made for a Neverland movie, the promised Neverland, or, or oh, uh, anime, yes. yeah. And um and I knew about this. I heard about this. I heard that there was rumors that they were going to make a Promised Neverland anime. Uh, and we, we talked about this a while when I start, first started reading Promised Neverland. That I was, we, Evan asked me, who do you think would make a good anime version of it? And I said, nobody. I don't want it to be made into an anime. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, no, no, no. But, but I knew this was going to happen because it's so good. Yep. Like, uh, something... Uh, an anime of this caliber that is so phenomenal, and and I'm not putting that lightly, I have Promised Neverland pre-ordered until two years from now. Mm. I, I just want it <laughs> all as it comes out in America. And the fact that they're making an anime of it will make more people aware of it. Yep. The only thing that scares me is now people are going to start spoiling it. Yeah. And, and it's very much an anime that if it gets spoiled, it ruins the whole thing. Yep. Because... It's so beautifully written and it's written like that on purpose so that the tension is high and, and I don't, I don't, I'm not looking forward to that, but so everybody guard yourselves. Wicked anime fans, this is a call to wicked anime fans, guard yourselves against the spoilers that will be the promised Neverland and read the manga. It's so good. Don't read scanlations, buy it. Yes. <laughs> buy it in Support storage. the
5: actual manga. Yes. Yeah, support the manga. And you're gonna have to shut down your social media at this point. I don't know. <laughs>
2: Promise Neverland will be okay at this point. I went. I went like a full three weeks. I think before I got my first Infinity War spoiler. So. Oh, I actually still haven't gotten Infinity War spoiler really? for me yet. Yeah, yeah no, me neither. Wow.
5: Yeah, I got spoiled within like a week.
2: Yeah, no. I I, I you stayed. got terrible friends. I'm I friend actually, people. I yeah. actually still. Uh, I I actually haven't gone on Facebook that much. Be honest, uh, yeah, because of it, but
5: it's a nuclear uh, waste land. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but as
2: far as Promise Neverland goes, uh, the way the last manga ended, the last manga volume that they released, which was, I think was just volume three, right? Yeah, I think only I think only three volumes are out right now, and uh, volume four comes out next month in June. Volume the way volume three ended just made me. I was just like, I don't know how to handle this. I can't believe I have to wait two months that was incredible and then I and then I moved on to Terraformers because I had to read something else (laughs) so (laughs) it was ah it's incredible guys I love it let's okay let's start in the video game uh list let's let's save the good ones for last from the video game list so let's start with a Famicom Mini Shonen Jump editions video shows include games Evan you wrote this what the (laughs) hell does that even mean
4: (laughs) Famicom Mini Shonen Jump Editions video shows included games. Well, okay. this is a this is a special edition of like the that little mini NES system that everybody bought that could buy it, but it's all games that are based off of famous comics from Shonen Jump. So you've got Kinikuman, Man, you've got Dragon Quest. You've got Fist of the North Star, you've got Dragon Ball, Saint oh, Seiya,
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Captain Tsubasa, a bunch of really, co- bunch of really cool games, and it's going to be Japan exclusive. Oh, <laughs> well, um, we we got, look, 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 Derek, there's more of like called... Scamicon. con. Look, 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 look. You can, you can, you can. What, likely get it off of like PlayAsia or something? And we'll import. plug into our TVs. Yeah, dude. Their TV inputs are the same as ours! <laughs> it's in Europe where it's totally different.
1: I'll just create my own dialogue because it's not gonna be translated. <laughs> that
2: would be that would make a really great video for a YouTube channel, just like translating the games or like you know, riffing the games to say what <laughs> what they're actually saying. Gee Goku, I'd help, but I really don't have any strength. <laughs> <laughs> and that ends that joke. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Krilla never really went anywhere He was always a midget
2: I'm sorry, little person Yeah, you can't say that word, I'm offended
4: Uh, I think you're the tallest out of all of us Not not anymore I am infinitely tall
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, uh, next one Uh, Let's see, Valve, let's talk about Valve Half-Life 3 confirmed Nope (laughs) Oh. Uh Evan, do you want to
4: do you want to front this one? So, apparently Steam is mad about all the porn games that are on Steam and they're threatening to take them all down.
5: Yeah. Wait. <laughs> hold on. There's adult video games. So that, What? So <laughs> some like so manga
4: and, gamer they yeah. have games on there. So Steam
2: allows the non-adult versions to be put up mm. and then they get patched. So so you put up an adult game Onto Steam, but it's the all ages version, and then you can go to the actual creator's website, download the patch, install it to your Steam game, and then it becomes the adult version of the game. Like Nekopara, yeah, Nekopara, and uh, any of the manga gamer titles. Oh, let's talk Kids about Experience. what we found coming across. We, Andrew, you got a new Oculus Rift up, which we talked about in the last episode. Yes, we yeah, VR Kanojo, VR which Kinojo. is an Illusion game. Yeah, yeah I know. So I'm, <laughs> I'm actually really excited about this, not because I play a lot of Illusion games, but because uh, Illusion never sold to America in the past. Yeah, This is the first Illusion title, a, a game company from Japan that said, we are an exclusive Japanese company, you can't buy our games outside of Japan, they're not for sale outside of Japan, now Illusion is making VR games for America. Which is wild. However, this, the VR game that they put on Steam is not an adult version. But you can go to Illusion's website, which has an English page, to download the 18-plus patch. Yep. And, and now Illusion has also announced a new VR Kanojo game, except it's called Summer Vacation. And it basically takes place on a beach with volleyball and a new girl. Yeah, and the good part about this one is she's not actually wearing a high schooler's uniform, so you have no idea what age she is. Therefore, she's over the age of eighteen. Yeah,
5: that's <laughs> what you hope.
2: Yes, as opposed to VR Kanojo, which is playing the entire game with the girl in a Japanese schoolgirl uniform, which is just so creepy for anybody who even wants to attempt to buy this.
4: Wait, wait, g- g- hold on. Don't don't you remember the Sergeant Frog rule? What's that? Remember. All these high school girls are played by college students in their twenties. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, thank you for reminding me of that, because uh, because that's just bizarre to me. That is super bizarre. And he's downloading it right now. No. So I also <laughs> found out. Here's what I also found out. And getting way too excited right now. Just. Um. We all know the company Faku, right? Yeah. The one yes. who takes all the manga that they can find retranslates it to English yep. and sells it as an English wholesaler. We bought two of their volumes at Anime Boston. So Faku now is releasing Honey Select, which is an illusion title. Now Faku is doing games okay and illusion games. What is happening? So, yeah, and you, despite of despite what they sell, you cannot knock the fact that they took the same route as Crunchyroll, which, like, they, everything on their site was 100% illegal at yep. one time yep. or another, and then they went 100% legit, and they get to make a living... Based off of well, and what now, used to be illegal to But them. now they're becoming a hentai powerhouse. I mean, if you get... If <laughs> a you, monopoly. <laughs> yeah, if you, get, um, if you get a title, like a, an illusion title, and now you're selling video games off your... Like, Japanese porn video games, and selling them on your website uh, with full, pa- fully patched and fully... like Translated. Right, re- and yeah, translated and ready un-censored. to go. Uncensored. That's, We're in the money. That's like... We're that's in like, the money. I, I don't... It's blowing my mind. It, it, it's legitimately blowing my mind that... That's
4: not all like that's blowing. Titles. Ooh! What? <laughs> you
2: can still go to the Hongfire websites, though, and just download all the all the games, and they'll mod it for you and and give you, give you the English translations and everything, so... Mm-hmm. So, even if we do not get our Steam games anymore that you will have other places to find there's always places to find those games i mean they just won't be sold on steam they'll be sold independently that's all
5: yeah they'll uh, make their own platform it's just gonna be more creative to find them now hey speaking of vr games
2: let's talk about the last vr game where uh okay so (laughs) i don't i don't know if we ever talked about the original version but there's actually an eromanga sensei vr game there is. Yes. And now there is a patch coming up for that where you can play Twister on the beach with Elf yamada hmm mm-hmm. So, um... She's, like... Gross. Yeah, she's, like, four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she's almost gone through puberty. Yeah, so... Almost. I think she's I, the one that's mostly gone through it? She, I think she's not the, the right? oldest. I think she's the oldest. So, which I is, don't... um That doesn't help. manga Sensei... So, they're all middle schoolers. So, uh, <laughs> manga Sensei is another one of those gems that we didn't expect to find it, uh, a worthy existence of. And it's, it's not. I know. And it has this weird, bizarre cult following of everybody hates it, but
4: everybody loves it. And... <laughs> Everybody loves to hate it. Everybody loves it, but they're and, going to hate it because they know what's probably going to be happening in this series. They've read Ori Emo. It's from the same guy. They know what's going to happen. Well, yeah. they weren't
2: hiding it from the beginning, though. Yeah. Uh, I have, we actually just received a comment on the end of Ori Emo yeah. video on, on YouTube about somebody telling me the actual s- story that happened in the light novel series. Really? Of Ori- yeah. Yeah. And he's like, uh, and, and apparently by the end, uh, him and Kirino are still in a relationship and it's very much, oh, sorry, spoilers. Um, uh, <laughs> <Screw you. laughs> and, uh, yeah, and they're still going all incesty and like, but going like hardcore incesty, and it's really weird. So, so there are people out there who read the visual or read the light novel, I guess. Uh, but we're talking about Eromanga Sensei and, uh, now being somebody who owns VR, it's, it's really weird to see all the titles that are now available to me. And all the ones coming out of Japan are just super weird. Mm-hmm. Everything VR that comes out of Japan is very bizarre. You're kidding me.
5: No, I'm not kidding you. It's just weird. <laughs> but why? Why are they coming out with these weird incestuous titles? For neats.
2: For, for hikikomores who are never going to leave their house and want to use VR inside their house and uh, have sex with their visual waifus. Virtual waifus.
4: Who are also their virtual sisters.
2: That's why you have games like Honey Select and VR Kenojo and Summer Vacation and uh, Play uh, Home Play and There's There's just all the Illusion titles now have VR support for them. Every single one of them. Like so,
3: so yeah so like not so I know
2: VR Kenojo is made for a VR game, but even just their normal PC games have VR patches to them. Everything Everything from Illusion comes out with a VR now. Yep. fascinating. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, lastly, we want to talk about the Crunchyroll poll that was on there. So let's uh, let's lo- look at some yeah the Crunchyroll <laughs> poll. let's take a look at some statistics. Uh, and this is the most popular non-sequel series of the season
4: in uh, American regions.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. All right, Evan, lay it on us. So apparently here in Massachusetts, the Sword Art Online Alternative, Gun Gale Online, is the most popular in our state. Which no. I don't understand why that they put that in there, because it's technically a sequel or a spin-off. Yeah, right? It's not its own series. It's a spin-off yeah. series. Like... <laughs>
1: okay, it doesn't count.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hmm. But the majority of the states seem to be all about MegaloBox.
1: Yes,
2: dude, MegaloBox is so good. Well, see, I think I'm gonna. I think that's another one that I'm gonna start downloading to on VRV. You gotta. The last episode was so good. Okay. Oh man, MegaloBox is a good time. I I promise you, it's so good.
1: Alright, I'm curious. Where did horse girls rank? Um, horse the (laughs) only.
4: Okay. So apparently, the only (laughs) state that. Was all about the horse girls? Kentucky. Wyoming. There we go. <laughs> Wyoming, the smallest population <laughs> in all of America. <laughs> and I guess everyone's just watching horse girls there. <laughs> I. Why is it not Kentucky? Like, that would just be <laughs> so great. Nope, that's Sword Art Online as well.
5: Well,
1: up in Wyoming, I'm kind of tired of looking at my sister, so I just look at horse girls now instead. <laughs> Wouldn't that be like an Alabama joke, Derek? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we I mean, only we
2: only want to exclude our Alabama fans, not our Wyoming fans. I feel
1: like only seventy percent of people can actually point out Wyoming on a map. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, when did
5: you give them a southern accent too? I thought yeah. they were a northern state. <laughs> not even people from Wyoming It's like, where's Wyoming on this map? I don't know. <laughs> There's, that's
4: Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. <laughs> that is all. That is still Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> still Colorado.
2: <sighs> really? I didn't know we were this far north. <laughs> that's why it's so cold
5: so if somebody handed you a, a like geography test could you guys like write in all 50 states I used to be able to I do I
4: think I could only do about like 40 out of 50
2: I can do the east coast probably like to be honest with you I could do the east coast and the west coast and that's it I can west do, coast is the I best can do coast. Hawaii and
1: Alaska as long as I don't flip them process of elimination the last one's gonna be Wyoming Wait a minute,
2: let's see if we can let's see if there's like an online version that you can fill up Absolutely. Fill on the phone. And I'll do it right here for your listeners right now. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, was that the last news story? Uh, yes. Yeah, it that was, was the last news story. We haven't done strange news in a long time. <sighs> I don't know. There were some strange news stories in there. I know. Talk about illusion. Oh my god. Did you hear did you hear about that Monster Hunter movie? Mm. <laughs> no, that was that was depressing news.
4: Yeah, that was depressing. Oh 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 what other news? Uh, I don't know how we would categorize Nicolas Cage-related news.
5: (laughs) Okay. Oh, please do.
4: But Nicolas Cage is about to do a movie called Prisoners of the Ghost Land, and it's being directed by Sion Sono, the director of Suicide Club.
2: Yes, I remember you sending this to us, and that is exciting. Find Utah.
5: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Did you do it? Find Tennessee. It's just weird doing it on this. It's really weird. I can't believe I'm actually. Ta- oh no, I did too much. Okay. Anyway,
2: we found the test, guys. We found a test. So Nicolas Cage is in this movie by the guy who did Suicide Club. I've seen Suicide Club once, and we show a clip of it every single year for hardcore anime. Yeah. Oh, is this the one where all the parents go crazy trying to kill the kids?
4: No, 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 no. That's not. Ich
1: knee san. <laughs> No, no, this, each.
4: This, all right, so I have the I have the premise of the movie right here. It centers on a notorious criminal named Hero, like H E R O Hero, played oh. by Nicolas Cage.
5: Fine, Wyoming.
4: Who is? <laughs> I like it already. My name is Hero. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Who oh. was sent to rescue an abducted girl who has disappeared into a dark supernatural universe? They must break the evil curse that binds them and escape the mysterious revenants that rule the Ghostland. An east meets west vortex of beauty and violence. That's weird. Sounds but... right
1: up my alley. <laughs> 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 uh, Do I need many... to have sex
2: with the
4: Declaration of Independence? <laughs> Does
2: Nicolas Cage do something crazy? Literally anything that Nicolas Cage is in is up his alley. Can we. Yeah, it's just like, alright, Nicolas Cage, just give us a shot where you're screaming incoherently, acting like a (laughs) nutcase.
4: Oh, no problem. You mean Thursdays at 4 p.m.?
2: Cool. Cool. I think that's a good one. To transition into the West. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh yeah, we gotta right. talk about the yes. yes. West. No, I <laughs> need to talk about it to the West because there's something that's terrible that's
0: happening, what?
5: but something amazing oh, it, that's it, happening. It's I like hit my finger here, but it said I hit Virginia, and it gave me wrong. Same thing with Ohio. Like I know where my states are, man. God, your fingers are too
4: big, dude. <laughs> he,
5: okay, so so Greg is
2: going way into the West by like just being like, we are all the states? Uh, so I want to talk about Into the West with uh, the recent news of a new Thundercats series yes. being announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, so raise your hand if you know how much I like Thundercats. I hope everybody on the face of the planet just raise their hand. Uh, unanimously, you just hear all the... Like, and that's wind resistance of people's hands going into the sky. Where everybody's simultaneously giving Andrew their spirit. Yeah, their spirit. is their spirit energy. <laughs> right. Um... So, it's called Thundercat's Roar. and Already I'm dead. I'm How, very... Why isn't
4: it Thundercat's Ho?
2: Well, so, well, in the same way where, you know, you have Teen Titans Go. Yeah, and then you Thunder have Thundercat's Ho. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I'm one of the very few people that is not bitter about Teen Titans Go. I like Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go is a very unpopular opinion, but I think it's unpopular because a lot of people are just moody and upset that they don't have regular Teen Titans back. Don't Stop complaining. You're not going to get it. Uh, Teen Titans Go is a really good series that has a lot of inside jokes from the old series, plus it has a lot of really funny moments from uh, the DC Comics in general. And the fact that if you get those jokes, it means that you're an actual major fan of the
4: series. Yeah, that's I, I, I like how they I like how they make Batman and Commissioner had basically a couple in the show. <laughs> um, that's how
2: I am picturing Thundercat's roar is going to be. Here's where the
5: issue lies. Wait, wait, it's like stopped. Oh wait, what? No, stop it. Oh, I guess you did it. <laughs> oh, I didn't do Arkansas. <laughs> well, you know where it is. <laughs> I know where all of them are. It's just my fingers were too big and the phone lagged, so it said I got a forty-five out of fifty. No, it says you got a ninety. Oh, apparently I don't know math either. <laughs> I know I would have got a hundred. This bugs me. Okay, I that's done. That, though.
2: <laughs> okay, so here here in lies the issue. The issue is is Teen Titans is a relevant series. Thundercats was relevant when they tried to do it in two thousand eleven. It only got one season because they couldn't sell enough toys, which is bullshit. Because the series two seasons, designed, it got two seasons. It got one season. It, it, the, the The 2011 series is one season that they split up into two uh, two uh, series. Uh, second, uh, the official season two never started uh, because Wilfred. Because when I interviewed Wilfred Del, he told me he has the script in his house for season two of Thundercats. Uh, And that made me mad because he's still still under NDA and he can't release the details. Now, Thundercats, the original series, is from the 80s. Now, adults like me can't sit around and watch Thundercats roar because I am a working adult and I have to have a job. I can't sit down and watch a cartoon. I'm going to, but I can't sit down and watch a cartoon (laughs) to keep track of it. And kids that can watch this show aren't going to understand... The jokes, yeah, and that is from it's the about. 80s. because it's Thundercats. It's a, it's a show about Thundercats, but it's a new th- show about Thundercats that's going to have jokes that they don't understand. You know, who's Mumra? Who are the mutants? You know, and- who's Snarf?
1: Snarf, Snarf. And, I mean,
2: yeah, I'm sure <laughs> there's going to be a whole bunch of Snarf is annoying jokes, and they're not going to understand why Snarf is annoying. And the art style is okay, and the way I describe it is, we live in a day and age of quote unquote make it look like Steven Universe, and I and- hate. And I hate Steven Universe. But I do have to you?
4: kind of disagree with you on that because I've been watching OKKO OK Let's Be Heroes and it looks more like that than Steven Universe does.
2: I think Andrew's getting at that OKKO OK also looks like Steven Universe. Yeah, so you have to, like, every. And that's because Steven Universe came out first and it got immensely popular. Steven Universe was widely popular and crazy. It was the same exact thing that after Transformers came out, every single crappy high budget action movie that came out was make it look like transformers. Remember Battleship? <laughs> yeah. That was a make it yeah, look like Yeah, I transformers paid money movie. to see that. Don't to... I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um paid money to see Monster Hunter too, I bet. <laughs> 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 um and and it's just a California, we have all the money type thing. When they find something's popular, make it look like this. Cartoon Network now has a has a, a rule that when it becomes popular every show looks like it. Um, so this Thundercats Go has an, has a similar, similar animation style and a similar art style to, to Steven Universe, which really bugs me, but doesn't bug me enough to not check it out. Um, I just hate that people aren't taking their own creative licenses anymore, including artists and artist alley, you know, at conventions, they want to take it, make it look like Steven Universe and hope that it's going to be popular because it looks like Steven Universe. Now I'm really hoping that the comedy of the show is going to outweigh the art style and all I know that uh, we had a few fans online react to this already because I've made a post about it. Like, Mike's... Wicked fan, Mike, he really likes the art style, which is cool and fine. You can like the art style. Um, well, I, I have to say that the animation is way better than Steven Universe. Like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, and it, it's... Because it's a lot more... Uh, I think there's actually love in the animation. It, it looks like yeah. there is, but... Um, it, it what does the guy a,
4: say? He said he... For every step of comedy, it's going to be two steps of action. Yeah, has to make sure that there's going to be a good mixture of, of that top bun man. yo <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, that haircut. Oof, sorry dude, your haircut's not cool. In um, <laughs> ponytail up here. Yeah, when you put he had a top bun. It's like, oh, man bun. But it wasn't a man bun because <laughs> a man bun's back here. It was a top bun, oh. like on the top of his head. Oh god, he's the he's the he's the lead guy on Thundercats. But he's also a Thundercats fan. He, that was like the main thing was he was like, I grew up watching Thundercats with my brothers because my brothers were older than me and they made me watch the eighties cartoon Thundercats. So I was like, sweet. This is awesome because that's exactly what I was. I was a, I was a fan who d- found Thundercats, bought everything Thundercats and just dove into the lore and the series. And I even have the comic books that are out of print. So great. Um, uh, so it's, it's going to be a series made with love for Thundercats fans That's my hope for this series. Now, will it survive for very long? Who knows? Because the demographic who is watching Cartoon Network may not understand what they're actually watching. Because it's an 80s cartoon. And it's made for that. So we'll see.
5: We will see. I watch DuckTales. I also feel like the quality has just gone down from like, and I probably have, everyone's talked about this already, it's just overstated in, in my opinion, but I feel like the cartoons that come out these days are just not as good as back then. They're not. See, no. do you know why? 2, 2D animators, it's, no, it's too expensive.
2: It's, yeah, it's because it's not hand-drawn anymore. It's digitally drawn. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and that,
4: I mean there there are studios that do a great job with doing the digital stuff, like on I just wrote about Walkthrough yes. season three, which is oh boy, you and gotta that's watch a, season and, three. And that's a flash
2: cartoon. Yes, and that's I'm, a flash I'm, I'm cartoon. Even, I'm even talking about studios that do bitmap based animation. Uh, it's too clean. It's just too clean. Like you watch old cartoons that are actually that people sat in a studio and drew it by hand, and they took pictures of it, and it made and it moved. It's so... It has so much more life and, like, an actual soul to it. Yeah. I I just... I, I can't... They, they cut out so many of the 12 principles of animation to save a dollar. Like, I can't stand it whenever a character moves forward and they just use the skew tool and, like, they make them a little bit more crooked for a second and then move them back, you know? It's just... There's no love and care in this in, um, in animation yeah, anymore. Yeah, well, because, I mean, you look at a show like Family Guy, it's a terribly animated show. show is horribly animated. There's no... They took out all the rules of... Uh, the principles of animation. More so the later episodes do better, especially, like, when you you can actually see they redid yeah. the opening to the show. But then you have, um... But then you have shows like Gumball, which is amazing. Yep. Uh, and these mm-hmm. are all digital shows. These are well, digital... shows. this is one of the shows yeah. that does that. Yeah. You can see that they skew it with...
0: Yeah, and then... Computer tools.
2: Uh... A lot of the shows coming out of Canada do yeah. they do flash animation and they are not good. No. Uh, they're very lazily animated. You can't flip a character around 180 degrees. Yeah, it's
4: Again, they need to learn from Ankama. Yeah, uh, how see to Ankuma, probably do
2: Flash. That is a hugely budgeted show. And actually even My Little Pony. My Little Pony took Flash and did things with Flash that you were not supposed to do and mm. didn't think you could do. Yeah, it didn't think mm. you could do. So there's there's a bunch of – there's a huge animation argument about I – mean, I'm not saying anything that – anything that I'm saying is right. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying as an animator, somebody who has animated in 2D by hand, I just like it better and I like to watch that more. Now, And uh, and I don't know what this Thundercat series is going to bring to us, but if it brings us our principles of animation back, which the opening did – The opening did, yeah. I, I'm psyched. I'm totally psyched. But is it going to be good? Is it going to get a reaction like Teen Titans Go where everybody's just like, I want the 2011 ThunderCats back. It's like, well, you're not going to get it because it got canceled.
4: Mm-hmm. Because so. you didn't watch it.
2: Yeah, I know. Because nobody watched it. And they didn't buy the toys. <laughs> and that was Into the West. Woo! <laughs> into the West. <laughs>
3: now, uh, I have to wait for a little bit because I'm upset. And I'm, going to, I'm going to cry.
2: <laughs> uh, so uh, let's, let's talk about what we've been watching.
4: Um... It, did any of you watch the thing I recommended you guys check out? The seventh episode of Gegege no Kitaro.
2: No, no I, I have not had time Ugh. to watch anything outside of the shows. I I stayed up until three doing like press stuff, and I w- was only able to watch the shows that I am already into. Like I, I, I barely squeeze in time for My Hero Academia. Mm.
4: Okay, so let's, um, let's save that for next week, or for the next episode then. Because sure. that seventh episode just like made a mockery of what they that what Studio Dean tried to do with Junji Ito collection. Hmm. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard, but at the same time, it's like a children's show managed to creep yeah. me out more than Junji Ito collection. And that was mostly Studio Dean's fault. Yeah, yeah. Go back to
2: Kunisuba Dean. because because Ju- Junji Ito is the master of horror. Did anybody watch the thing that I recommended? Which well, one? I didn't watch any. I didn't recommend anything. I am just okay. asking. Uh, there, <laughs> well, so last night on Netflix, I was going through my queue, and I wasn't digging anything in my queue because I had already watched all the Jackass movies and everything. So it was like, <laughs> eh, I need to find something else to watch. <laughs> and so Culture. I I came across this Japanese film called Tag. What <gasps> <And, laughs> about this? It is a movie from 2015, and the first time that I had ever seen a clip from it was the opening scene that was on Facebook. And somebody, it was one of those stupid things where the label above it was Japanese
1: movies are weird.
2: And so, yeah, and so I watched that and I was like, that is weird. It was like hardcore Mm -hmm. stuff. And then I just came across it on Netflix, so I turned on Tag, and this is me watching Tag. So uh, (laughs) the movie is about a girl and it starts off on a bus and her friends or her entire class is going on a school trip of some sort and they're you know messing around and stuff like that and they're all having fun and then she drops her pen on the ground just because she's writing in a notebook um which there's story elements that uh, directing elements that i'm going to get into in a little bit but uh she picks up the pen and she's leaning down and then suddenly the bus slices in half from top to bottom and every single person on the bus dies just, just everybody gets sliced in half except for her because she's she's leaning down and she's <laughs> like whoa what's going on and so uh she gets off the bus and she's screaming and, just, ah, and uh there's the, and it turns out that I, I was really afraid that it was going to be a japanese version of of the happening with Mark Wahlberg, uh, because it w- the wind was coming after her. The wind was slicing everybody in half. Uh, so she runs away and she gets away from it and everything like that. And she gets scared. She puts on. She finds new clothes because she's covered in blood and everything like that. And she runs back to school. And like suddenly, boom, she's in school with her friends. And, and she is as confused as I am because I have no idea why she's back with all these friends who are not dead. Uh, And they start talking about, like, they go through school and she's freaking out because she's been in an alternate universe. Oh, yeah, okay, so that's what happens. She's in an alternate universe. She switches over into an alternate universe, but she doesn't know that. A friend explains that to her, Hmm. that, like, she can jump across alternate universes because of blah, blah, blah. And so the movie just continues on with her jumping through alternate universes where all of her friends end up dying and she has to run away. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It sounds great in concept way if you're looking for a gory film. It's a terrible film.
4: <laughs> it's an
2: awful film. So
4: the upcoming Jason and at Helmstag movie might be better. <laughs> yes, I, I and you don't forget
2: John Hamm no, is yeah, in it. The only reason yes, John going, was in it the only reason I would ever go see that is because John Hamm mm-hmm. is in it. <laughs> Man, this movie is a mess right off the bat. Because, yeah, the main character's confused, but we should not, as the audience, should not be as confused as the main character in the story. We should know something of some kind, but we don't. Dramatic irony. Yeah. Uh, and the ending to the movie at the end, the payoff is not worth it. <laughs> I'll tell you that right off the bat. But I still say, watch it, because I was I was rolling laughing at some parts. <laughs> Uh, like the for instance the part where they where we think the character is okay for the first time we just figured out that she went to an alternate universe maybe she sits back in class and then her teacher her homeroom teacher pulls out a minigun and kills everybody in the classroom and then she gets sucked into this other alternate universe where suddenly all the teachers are batting. They're shooting all the students with guns and throwing <laughs> grenades at them and everything like that. So all the students are running out of the school. Ah, and, like the, and all the teachers are firing from the windows, like shooting guns at them, mowing down all these high school girls. And she gets away and then she jumps into another alternate universe where something crazy happens to really her. really bizarre. It, Only in
5: Japan. Yes,
2: it is extremely bizarre. And when you get to the end of the film, I'm telling you, it is like just the the worst cop out like ending ever. It was all a dream. It was it's it was the it was the ending that Quantum Leap never gave us. It's it's <laughs> not that. It, the ending was not it's all it was all a dream, but it's pretty close. And it's it's very Japanese. I will give it that it's a very, very Japanese ending. Okay. It's not it was all a dream, but when you say it you go
1: WHAT
2: You gotta be kidding me! And then the credits start rolling, and you say, WHAT?! Are you kidding? A little bit louder, because, yeah, it doesn't get better. As you do.
5: Yeah. I just wasted two hours of my life. Actually,
2: it was an hour and a half, which was the biggest phenomenon of a Japanese film, because yeah. no Japanese film ever is under two and a half hours Yeah, long. three and a half hours later. Yeah. And, no, and, it, and it stuff was, that they should have cut out later. That's why I, I watched the film, and I was like, oh, it's I've, I'm already 20 minutes into this, I only have an hour left. Of course I'm gonna finish the film. Of course I'm gonna finish it, because it's not, like, three hours long like every other Japanese film on the planet.
5: Why did I finish this film? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I watched Tenet. I can't believe I Watch the whole thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, so like I said before, I caught up on Food Wars.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I I still enjoy Food Wars. I think that Food Wars is better now that they're out of that. It's still the third season, but it's the continuation of the third season, mm-hmm. and I think that it's picked up a little bit. And I I really enjoy it. It is a little slow because they don't cover enough in one episode to make me wanna or, or to make me satisfied with how far they got but I really like the characters. I think the characters are amazing. Uh, and that was that was always Food Wars biggest uh, accomplishment anyway. Seeing that it's another one of those series that I found this out recently that uh that Food Wars is done by Yosh, I think. No, Yosh? Uh Yoshi. No. Uh a hentai artist. Like the same way like oh yeah, I'm not Like surprised. Food Wars is oh, a series done surprised. by a hentai I mean, well, I mean, that's, that's a normal thing that happens. It's a very normal thing that hentai artists are get popular enough that they can create their own series. But I just didn't know that Food Wars... Like, like how, how do you go from I'm going to write porn to I'm going to write food porn? Yeah. And I know a lot about cooking, and I know a lot about food. Like, that's amazing to me. Well, I've written
4: about things, putting things into other things, so <laughs> food is kind of like where you put things into other things.
2: Yeah, and then we've, we have the... All the scenes where they foodgasm when, yeah. whenever yeah. they eat something like so, seriously like, foodgasm. Yeah, oh, so it's like, what's the difference? Um, and oh, I, caught the Bo- I caught up with Boruto, and Boruto is in the movie now, uh, Boruto the movie that well, that was the first thing that Boruto ever released for as when it when it started first coming out, mm-hmm. and uh, so they're redoing the movie, but now it's the movie but with more information. You learn more about the characters, you learn more about other things that happen during the movie's uh, plot. And I love Borto, man. I love it. I, st- I still just love that sh- series. So, mm. it's great. I think those are the two majors other than everything else that I'm normally watching. Uh, one of the things that you watch, Greg, that you can talk about is Darling in the Franks. I'm totally caught up with Darling in the Franks. As am I. And it was wild. The last
5: episode that came out is just nuts. Yeah, mm. so Greg, where did you get in the series? Uh, not really far, to be honest, because... How was... many minutes? <laughs> Like, literally halfway through. So another friend recommended to me uh, to watch this, and he said, the story is great, it unfolds, and it does take a little bit to get into, but you'll get into it. And I'm like, all right, sh- sure. And I get into it, and I don't know if I can reveal anything. I assume I can because it's been from-, from the first episode? Yeah, you can reveal Yeah, like, so. all I got was this crazy chick just wants to do whatever the hell she wants to do, and people try to restrain her. And she's like, no, nope, I'm going to do it anyway. And they call her a parasite and she wants to, like, I swear to God, she wants to get with this other guy that she meets down at, like, a lake or whatever. And I'm just like, what is going on? And then it looks like they, these children are being enslaved by these adults through some sort of weird school I, I'm still trying to put it together, and that's why I'm not the best person to ask. But this is coming from a novice anime fan, so I'm slowly trying to get to the level that these gentlemen are at. Uh, it might take a while, but I'm trying to put this all together. You also have to go through a, a two year, four year degree of college in animation, about animation, probably. Yeah, that. <laughs> I, I'm on... Uh, and story writing. I'm on a different path than you guys. Are, <laughs> somewhat the same field. Uh, that's okay, Greg. Did you watch anything else? Uh, My Hero Academia. Are you 100% caught up with that? Yes. Well, except for... The, I guess you got you mentioned that they The were new released. episode that just came out? Yeah, yeah I didn't left. see 45, I think it was. I saw up to a Roaring Uproar. Yeah, man. That... I swear to God. So, like, <laughs> season one was, like, good... I was like, all right, this is getting boring. He's not doing anything. Yeah, he, like, breaks his finger every time. They get to season two. All right, cool, they have, like, a sports festival. Tournament arc. Yeah. Uh, yeah, tournament arc. Yes. <laughs> and they always seem to have a tournament arc in those type of animes, I've noticed. Yes, shonen an animes, yeah. Um, and I really loved uh, the real-life, like, attacks that they put in, like, the USJ attack. Uh, that was fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. The, um... Why can't I think of the other attacks? There's like three attacks that happened. And again, I'm still learning most of their names except for like Deku and uh, Bakugo. Mm-hmm. Um th- That was the great. the other one, I think. Yeah, the half, like the icy hot guy. Yeah, yes. yeah.
2: and then and then Ida-kun is the one who has the engine legs. Rocket don't, legs, yeah. Don't forget Ojiko. Yeah, Ojiko. Best girl. Uh, Uraraka I will is an amazing character. I, I'm
4: sorry I, that you did not say Froppy. You didn't say. That's right, I didn't. Hey, does does Froppy have a pot figure? No,
5: <laughs> she does not have a Funko pot figure. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> not yet. The, the best character in the series, and God, I can't remember his name. Is the the grape guy the grape? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He and its best character. character.
2: Yeah, he. He is so well... So the the thing that I really... I actually at work have discussions about My Hero Academia all the time because there's a bunch of us at work that wa- that watch My Hero oh, Academia. Oh, that's awesome. And the most, you said your job sucks. And mostly <laughs> mostly what it breaks down to when we talk about My Hero Academia is character design. We always talk about character designs and how brilliantly... And he draws like I do, not in the way that our art styles look the same, but he draws his females boyish. And, and I... I, I do the same thing. I draw my females boyish, and and it gives them a different kind of charm when, when when you do that. So all of his female characters are super appealing, and all of his male characters are super appealing. And, and it basically breaks it down to, instead of focusing... Oh, I mean, they, they all have great personalities that go along with them, and great backstories, and great... But their initial appeal when you first see them is the design of what they look like and how that appeals well, to Well, that's them. what happens when you have 40 characters that you need to keep track of. Yeah. You need to look at them and like them.
4: Yeah, because it, why it, how every episode you have to be reminded of what this character's power is.
2: Yeah, right. And, um, and, and that's what I like talking about when I talk about my hero academia is how appealing all the character designs are. Especially his female characters because he draws his female characters the same
5: way I do. Except for one. One is very feminine. Which one? Uh, again, this is where names escape me horribly, but she can create things from the lipids in her body. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, they, they do a lot of fan service with her and it's like, geez, put a shirt so, on. Well, see,
2: that's the fun, that's what's so hilarious about her character is because, she, because she makes stuff from her skin. Yeah. She can't wear a lot of clothes. Uh, she said that she, she she's wearing the amount of clothes that the school would allow her to wear. Otherwise she'd be wearing less. Because she has to create it out of her skin. So she needs places for the objects to escape her body.
5: Oh, I feel so bad for her. Yeah. <laughs> that's awful. And then she has, you know, uh, uh, Minota? No, that's not his name. Mineta? Minetta. Mineta just, you know, looking at her like, oh my god. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> well, what and about then, the invisible girl? She's hot too. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's best girl. See, now
2: I'm wondering if they're ever going to reveal what she actually looks like. I would love to see that. Well, because th- there could be a moment when you know they slap some powder on her, and you actually get like a, a split second of her form or what? I don't know what it is. It is well, but we've I seen her form because she wears clothes except for her superhero costume. What we don't see is her face yeah. and her hair, yeah. which is the most. I think that's the most interpreted by fans so far. Everybody has reason to believe that she has short hair, you know. But like, we don't know.
4: I know <laughs> that. I know that there's like a it's not official, but there's like an all-ages doujin. Yes, they make all-ages doujins. Where they are actually trying to like paint the skin and give her makeup to see what her face actually looks like. Hmm. And then the punchline is that, oh, they forgot to add something for the eyes. So she's just got like these hollow things instead of actual like eyes. Ho- like Hollow Man? Like Kevin Bacon? Yeah, like, like <laughs> Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and no. that's about six degrees is Kevin Bacon.
2: <laughs> yeah, so up next 6 degrees of Sean Bean Bandit. <laughs> uh Derek, what have you been watching?
1: Uh so I have just hit the end of my Crunchyroll subscription, so I'm trying to set up a VRV account, but at the meantime <laughs> I watched episode forty-five, My Hero Academia, and I will not say anything in respect for Greg.
5: Please don't. <laughs> it's it's the show right now that, as a novice anime watcher, uh, I am uh, like a huge super fan of, and it. it's really bothering me. I can't get all the names down of these characters. It'll uh, it'll come to you. Uh, hopefully, it does. And oh yeah, I meant to mention uh, meant to mention because we were talking about season two. But man, it, for all you uh, listeners out there who just haven't watched this show yet, seriously, like you got to get, you got to watch it. Like every season, they turn it up another notch, and season three right now is phenomenal. And the fact that now he's starting to like get control of his power, that Deku is finally becoming, and I don't, can I say this badass? Yes, yeah. I, I <laughs> right. you can badass. say badass. Yeah, that's on your podcast. He's <laughs> becoming a complete badass, and I just cannot wait to see how it comes out the rest for the rest of the season. That cool. is awesome. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> and anybody, oh uh, Derek, uh, I know we didn't talk about it in news, but you do have some news that is also related to what you're watching technically.
1: Yeah, so um there's this uh there's this nice little shonen called Dragon Ball that's come out. Oh,
3: really,
2: um, tell
1: us about it! <laughs> yeah, no, uh, No. it's great, it's great. Uh, no. So actually, there has been a Japan-only video game called Dragon Ball Heroes that has been going for a while. They've created a lot of uh, non-canon story arcs, but all of it's up like, really in-depth. But it's finally actually getting its own anime press release adaptation for it. So by the end of this summer, we will have a new Dragon Ball series that'll probably still be Japan-only, but... I don't no, think it'll be. I think the games will still be Japan only, but I think the anime is going to be worldwide. But if you're going to make a movie about a game and the game has never been worldwide, you know the movie wouldn't really make sense to be marketed towards American audiences if they don't know the source material.
2: That's never stopped them from trying before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, as long as Goku throws a Kamehameha, everybody's fine. Have you ever seen a Have you ever seen a Naruto movie? As long as he Rasengans, it's like and all the fans ever, will need new pants. Yeah, right. It's just it, There it's, there could be it. a
1: rumor of Broly possibly, so ma- no much pants changing.
2: <laughs> no way. That's cool.
1: Once they say non-canon, anything's anything's game. So yeah, seriously. <laughs> Apparently, you might see Golden Cooler at one point as well. <laughs> oh boy! What about Lord Chill? Oh god, that would actually be cool because that's supposed to be. Actually, I don't even know. That's so. They they made two different Bardock movies. One of them. Overwrote the other one, so who knows what's real, what's not anymore. There.
3: All hail the violent savior! Fire
2: and Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> it's like, what's Sonic the Hedgehog doing here? All right, so we uh we don't necessarily have a topic for today, uh, but we, we did, did get a lot of responses for the hockey. <sighs> anime. We got a lot yes. of feedback for our hockey anime. So we want to go through some of that and maybe build upon them a little bit and start to – because what we've done is we've collected a uh, Google Doc where we can write down all this information now Mm -hmm. and we can kind of start to put things in order – um, so we're taking your ideas and we're putting them together in one central location so we can pull them together into a, uh... yeah. we hope you don't mind. We got feedback saying that this was a really fun, that it was really fun listening to us talk about it. Yeah. Well, Hey, listen, if people don't like it and, and we're, we're giving them the opportunity to say stuff and if they're not, there's nothing we can do about it. But so far it's, I like it. It's, I like it. So <laughs> I like it. Oh, I do too. I'm, I'm writing a, I'm, we're writing. Yeah. Yeah. I hope this, Story this might become a Lightning Dogs thing like on Nerdy Show Prime. So to recap, for those of you who who might not have listened to the last episode, Greg, they <laughs> oh, are... We created a uh, hockey anime where uh, we're doing a shonen sports anime, meaning that it's going to take place in high school. It's targeted at the younger male audience. That's usually how shonen goes. And uh, there's going to be uh, fights, and there's going to be... Uh, uh, special skills, but not to the extent where they have, like, superpowers or anything like that. For instance, our main character has a really good slap shot. So, uh... Alright. So, the the skeleton that we have for the first episode is, like, the beginning of the first episode. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, this high school loser... Are we, did we decide he was a loser? Mm-hmm. Uh, not a loser, just a nobody. Okay, so a high school nobody... Goes out it's on a loser. Goes uh, goes out on a not date with his best friend, who he grew up with, who is also female, and uh, she gets harassed at the at a mini golf course uh, by some hooligans who turn out to be on the school's rival hockey team. She wants to be a date. He doesn't. He's oblivious to the date. Right. Yes. Because yes. he's nobody. Uh, and so <laughs> he says instead of fighting back, he says, "Well, hey guys, let's take a back notch. Leave us alone if I can win a bet against you. And he says, "I bet that I can't make a hole in one on this shot right here. And it's like a windmill or whatever." And he, and then s- he shoots him. <laughs> so, <laughs> he so he
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so he slap shots the ball and it goes boom directly into the into the uh, hole in one and. They're, and they're super pissed off. No, no, it. no. It, it, it goes straight through the windmill, bounces off at the end, doesn't get the hole-in-one, and hits one of the hockey players that from the team that he eventually... Wow. That's a more But I go. thought that what we agreed upon is that he should make the hole-in-one because he should make... The the reason why is because he makes the shot every time. Right, like, so not, what
4: happens right. is it hits no, no, the no, windmill, he, he it ricochets off no. of the guy, and then it hits, goes into the hole.
1: I've got an idea. How about because he shot it so hard, it went in the hole and just bounced right out? Ooh.
2: Yeah. Because that, sure. that was the thing. He shoots it into the, into the windmill because the windmill is a horizontal hole. Well, that I understand, where, but where you the, still where make the, it... the hole-in-one would be a vertical hole. Regardless, the punks are still mad. Like, it doesn't matter if he made it or not. The punks are still mad about it, and they're still going to beat him up. So what happens is, that, nearby the captain of the high school hockey team and the enforcer on the high school hockey team see the slap shot and decide to jump in and we have our first hockey fight of the series. Which should really accentuate the fighting style. They should jump into the fray, pull the shirts up over the head, Mm -hmm. and hang on to the shirt collar and swing upwards in the uppercut sort of fashion. But do it like, Maname style. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> and
2: then uh, and then they run away, and they'll say, well, we have a revenge. and Then they were like, man, that was a great hockey shot. You should join the hockey team. And he's like, oh, no. Yeah, what, I don't what is a hockey? Yeah, what is a hockey? And then they're like, we'll teach you. And then... That's where we left off, and then they start to play hockey. And then there's an old mentor character who sits in the si- who sits in the stands with the female character who watches every game. And then there's a bunch of different hockey players that we wrote down. Mm-hmm. So
4: I wrote down like we- eight teams of hockey for for all like the nearby schools. All of them based off of metal bands. Which we never agreed upon yet. Yeah, I, I like the idea of metal bands. I do like the idea of metal
2: bands, but I'm not sure if I want some of the metal bands in there. I love the idea of the ghosts. That one's cool. I like that one. Um, what
4: about the Sabatons?
2: It has to be like the Golden Sabatons. Because there's like the Golden Knights. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and so so it would be like Golden Sabaton. Yeah. but nobody knows what sabaton is. Yeah. We could or teach them. It's, like it's just like the right. they will do the thief song. Point out the sabaton on a suit of armor. Mm. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. He's currently pointing at nothing for those yeah. listening at home. It's the little overhang, uh, the little pointed overhang on the toe of the armor. That's called the sabaton. Oh, for like <laughs> That's the smallest part. Yeah. <laughs> what? But the most essential part. And now everybody's educated about what a Sabaton is on a suit of armor. And where the that, and the and where that name of the band comes from. No because nobody out there like they'll look at the basketball team, the Spurs, and nobody ever is like, What's a spur?
4: No. I mean what is a Bruin? No one knows what a Bruin it's is. A bur- <laughs> no, it's, it's a bur- Get out get out, Evan. <laughs>
2: Anyway, right. Everybody knows that a Bruin is a Bruin, so, so let's start with our. Okay, and
4: can, can we say that we've been mispronouncing the Boston Celtics for over a hundred years?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say no because
4: basketball sucks. <laughs> Hey, we're two and one, as it were, going into Doesn't this recording. Doesn't
5: make the sport any less crappy. Uh, it's good and it's bad. It's such a superstar league. Yeah. <laughs> like it's—you don't even need a team of five. It's like just put one, like LeBron James against five people, and he'll still win. It's really stupid. <laughs> Not but necessarily. Actually, Uh, that is true. All right, guys, if you want
2: to do basketball, you watch Kuroko's Basketball or Slam Dunk. We're not talking about real basketball. No, that's fine. I was going to say, back to anime, because that's what it's all about. So, I want to start with some fan responses. Uh, We're going to start with uh, Wicked fan Jessica, uh, who was one of the people who said this was a really fun episode to listen to, and she has some ideas for titles, not... Titles, not titles themselves, but how to start making a title. Oh, yes. And her first idea was to just call it ICE with three exclamation points. No, because that would be the fourth season. So, so a title has to be, for especially for uh, sports anime, has to be short and snappy. Yep. Uh, one to four syllables is the magic number. And it has to be unique, something like ICE.
4: Uh, but there's already Yuri on ICE, so we can't really do that.
2: Right, which actually goes into a different response from Wicked Fan Gerardo. But we, we, you could name it something like like ice blade or something like like ice blades or or I can't say blades of steel because blades of steel is a, already an amazing hockey game uh, for the NES. But uh, quick skate,
1: shoot pucks. <laughs> <laughs> I like it.
2: That, we'll, we'll call that our working title.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Say it one more time, Derek. That was a uh, quick skate shoot pucks. So and and so when it comes to uh, sports terms, you have to sh- in Japanese have to shorten it to a two syllable.
4: What would be the uh, what would be the word for the sound of a puck being slapped? Yeah. Because hiq is the sound of a guy going hi hmm. as he's hitting the ball. That's
2: something something definitely
4: good to keep in mind,
2: as well.
5: (laughs) (laughs) All the grunting. (laughs) Good job.
1: Alright. Is there an ampersand in this title? (laughs) There could be. So,
2: uh, if we're going to be thinking of hockey names, it has to be short. Uh, that's that was that was the best advice that we could get for creating a, a, a sports anime hockey uh, hockey title. So we're gonna run with that. Now, when I was talking to Gerardo, Gerardo said, "Name it Yuri on Ice Hockey." And I was like, "No, Gerardo, that's the all female hockey anime." Uh, wah wah. And then I was just but like, "But think oh. of all the
4: dojins that that would pop out."
2: And I was like, "That, or we make a bunch of figure skaters and, and make them play hockey." The anime. And I was like, which doesn't sound like a bad idea. And which kind of spiraled out of control uh, where where Jar- Jarrow said, that's also, I also don't think that's a bad idea. Why don't we make at least one of the characters in the show a figure skater? Which they did do in the Mighty Ducks, if you remember. There was a figure yes. skater who played hockey. Um, Wasn't he the one who couldn't stop or something?
1: Yes. Yep. No, 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 no. no.
2: That, was a diff- that, was, that was the Spanish guy. The Spanish guy couldn't stop. The, the Asian kid, was the, or the Korean kid, was the uh, figure skater. Hey, uh, I have an idea for uh, something that, that the mm-hmm. Nesson commentator for the Bruins, Jack Edwards, uh, the term that he uses, ringing iron. Oh, oh that's a ooh. good idea. What do you think of that as a title? I like Boy, it. that's not trademarked. I know. Yeah, I know. I, I do know. like it, though.
1: That is I good. Think, it pops.
2: Ring and Iron? Ring We But if you short, to shorten that title, you can do it Iron Ring. No, because that makes it sound like a fighting anime. It does.
5: Or a fantasy it's anime. It's not.
2: It's the sound that, that it makes. The Iron Ring is actually the sound that hockey makes when bouncing off the post.
5: What about... Five um, Hole. <laughs> I, I yeah. almost suggested that. Actually, I like, no, it sounds too bad. What about like Miracle Shot? No. Miracle on Ice. No. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> What about
2: Siv, Siv,
4: Siv, Siv,
2: oh. Siv, Siv, <laughs> Oh, yeah, what if the show was called Siv, 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 Like, yeah. <laughs> S5.
5: <laughs> S5. S5? S5.
4: <laughs> S5 hole. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: Put it and- there. <laughs> Shorten it to be S Club 5. Or S
4: Club <laughs> I think we're too old to get that reference. Or I might well, be too old to get that reference. I th- might be too old for that reference. Let's
1: call it Five for Fighting. Well, we could we could just do
2: something that David Ghosh would do all the time. For those of you who don't know, David Ghosh was also a Nesson sportscaster uh, for hockey, where he would just make up the dumbest things ever. He would say whatever was on his mind it was just like, that was the Chinese food in the dish, you know. It was like, you
3: know, just like, what are you
2: talking about, David Ghosh? I love you. <laughs> So, uh, another thing that me and Gerardo discussed together, and, and this is more Gerardo is just like, I was thinking about this all day. I'll just read what he said. He said, so I came up with a new idea last night at work, uh, to kind of help the quote unquote, no ro- romance in sports anime trope. Uh, when the team is, when the team is about to go to their school, uh, go into their first school championship tournament, uh, final, the rival team will have a girl. Uh, who wants to help their school win, He's, uh, she starts hanging around the main character and, quote-unquote, fall in love to distract him from his hockey duties. This will give us a chance to give uh, his girlfriend some time to reflect on how she feels about him, learn about the plan, uh, and then have her stop it. That would be great, because then you could have, like, one, like a hockey fight, but off the hockey rank of the two girls, like, mm-hmm. punching each other and, like, doing a hockey fight. It's gotta be a cat fight. That would be awesome. Uh, And then it says, "This way, we can also have some development uh, from his friend to show how much she's learned in the series thus uh, thus far to stop the other girl. Maybe have them face off in a penalty shot contest or something like that, which would be also so like that would be a great alternative to having them fight, which I was joking about. But if we, if we put those two characters on the ice and they have a penalty shot contest with one another uh, to kind of settle their differences as characters and then may, make the... but it, So this was a whole, a whole thing about character development in itself because it, it develops the character and her personality to show romantic interest in somebody but also develops plot and personality. I like that.
4: Yeah, And it's not just like a, oh, winner gets the boy sort of thing.
2: Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's more about their own personal preference, but the bonus of that is she's doing it for him, but not really. She's kind of doing it for herself, actually, because she's trying to prove to herself, no, I do like him.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So. Yeah. That's just a plot element, and that would come later in the series, because they, that would be when they finally make it
1: to their uh, first school tournament. Is yeah. this Uraraka? I mean, oh, oh my god, uh, My Hero Academia. Uh, Ochako? Or Uraraka? Uraraka, Uraraka Yeah. <laughs> It, it could be.
2: I mean, she's just perfect. That's
1: sounding like, <laughs> that sound like the same sort of plot device that's happening right now in the anime. Do you yeah. like him?
2: <laughs> yeah. So, that was that was what we got from fans, mostly, mm-hmm. was ideas on plot devices and uh, st- uh, character development. And some maybe even some side characters that will be thrown in. Uh, Derek had headed this one. Derek, oh, yeah. Derek, yeah, Derek, yeah, Derek was, Derek was, was, was going nuts writing some stuff
1: in yeah uh let's see i've been like i liked evan's idea of having a theme for all the different teams whether it's metal bands or something like that uh that could be still be decided but i like how each team will kind of have a theme it kind of I don't know. That goes back to my roots in Dragon Ball. How you get every single Saiyan has a vegetable-based name. All the Ginyu Force are the names for dairy in Japanese. Like, and
2: all the uh, all all the Namekians are are an instrument. Yes.
1: Uh,
2: well, that that is kind of a theme in anime to name it something after reference, and I like that idea. I totally like the idea of having the uh, the the hockey teams be named after bands because I do that too. Like my D and D campaign is currently like a heavy metal wonderland basically everything's everything references to some metal band.
4: Right. Almost. Oh, and, but and then um, you can like throw in some references to the actual band. Like why did I have the idea for The Creators? They would come out onto the ice with the flag of hate. It would just be the opposing team's emblem, but they'd set the flag on fire.
2: Maybe. This that's that's like a, that's like one of those things like maybe that's going a little too heavy into reference, which is a different uh, element of cuz because it's not JoJo's Bizarre... Like, we want it more like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure where they're just named after them. Not necessarily being like, oh, this is that band. You know, we have to be careful.
4: That's true. Uh, That's true. That's true. Like, you can, like, we had the ghosts. And, like, the yes. hockey... Um, the The goalie can have, like, the mask painted like a skull. Which, you know, is kind of a reference to Papa the II. But there are plenty of hockey players who have actually done that.
2: Yeah, exactly. And um, it, it reminds me of, this is going to go way back, and I think some of our fans may have no idea what I'm talking about, but the movie The Big Green. No, yeah. I, know, I remember that movie. Uh, it's a soccer movie. Yep. And every time the goalie saw the other soccer team, he, like, visualized them as their team name. So, like, when they were the Knights, he saw, like, a bunch of Knights charging at him, and then he saw, like... The <laughs> Buccaneers. Yeah, the Buccaneers. The Living Dead. So, so that that's, like, the first thing that comes to mind when naming hockey teams. Because that's a little fun reference. So, like, I mean, I, I love metal music. So, uh, and metal music has this thing. I don't know. Not every name is going to be perfect, but you can make something that references. A, like like I said, like Golden. There's a, there's a hockey team out right now that just got created last season called the Golden Knights. They're the Las Vegas Golden Knights. And so that's why I came up with something like, oh, well, we can do something like the Sabatons, but now we make them the Golden Sabatons. It's so <laughs> a reference to a real hockey team. It's just a little bit different. We're minimizing it down from the Golden Knights to
1: just their sabbaton. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just their toe, their yeah. toe plate. Yeah. yeah, just the toe yeah.
1: plate. Also, I'm not saying this is based in reality, but I think it would be a really good idea if the refs were just habitually very bad. <laughs> 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 Oh, that would but, give the crowd a chance to react and yell and be able to like show the viewer why what's happening is wrong Well, I know really... one
4: of the one of the get running gags in the anime comedies is like someone with glasses and like the referees could all be wearing glasses and they like they get knocked out and they're always going mega there mega there mega there mega there as funny as that would be the refs
2: in hockey or sorry refs in anime in general don't typically have any weight on the the uh, show itself at all as a matter of fact you, you got to remember that we are creating a show for people who or theoretically creating a show for people who don't know what hockey is therefore if we have bad refs messing up the rules then we're confusing our audience as to what they're watching
1: well, that's, where was, I, that's where I was thinking the dynamic with the older gentleman and the friend would come in. Because all of a sudden she'd be like, what's going on? Well, you see, what's happening here is... But...
2: That's too much explanation. If, if, if he's explaining something that's not going right, then that is yeah. too much explanation that it would be too deep for our viewers. But it, so but there would,
4: go, your anime thinks you're
2: dumb. But it would be good to have a anime character like one of the characters on the ice just say that was a bad call kind of like very
4: hockey like um well you know what we could do at the end of each episode we could actually teach kids how to play hockey like how in hikaru no go you actually learn how to play go after each episode and how after
2: uh, how in the middle of every kimono friends episode they would teach you about a zoo animal.
1: yes Exactly like that. And laid-back camp would teach you how to light fires. <laughs>
2: that's right. And at the end of every episode, it said, "Remember to turn uh, put out your fires before you go to bed."
1: Mm-hmm. And that's just suggested.
4: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it took me until reading the manga version that the pun with the talking pine cone, because he's saying konichiwa.
1: Um. <laughs> <And> that's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Derek, what else did you add or, or in, in conversation recommend?
1: Let's see I'm going through because I, I'm going to actually start to organize this in the Google Doc well, because well, I've just been throwing while stuff While you do out that,
4: I, I did have the suggestion where Wanda Players is actually a girl disguised as a boy.
2: Yes and I think that that is still a very unrealistic idea, to be honest and here's why because they're playing at a school, so and so you'd have to sign up for for a hockey league, right? Yeah. And and I don't know if a character would be able to feign being a boy when they have to sign up and be a girl, and 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 do go through that whole like because there's then there's a plot hole. It's just like well, if she Well, has if to
4: she can always pretend that that's her brother or something like that.
2: But then they, but then the school would have to know about her brother. I, I don't know. That, yeah, then, to, we're, we're mention, getting, then we'd
4: be getting into sitcom territory. That's a yeah. good point. And not to
2: mention, it goes back to the, the the issue of she would get
1: very hurt. And this was in Mighty Ducks 2, I believe, with with uh, the one female character who kept her hair hidden in her helmet the whole game until she finally took her helmet off and everyone was like, oh, it was a girl the whole time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... Because I'm just sticking to my guns and saying that if a female hockey player gets on the ice with boys, she's going to get very hurt. Because female hockey and male hockey are two very different games. Both both equally enter- entertaining, but very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's because of it's basically because of muscle mass and pure natural power and strength.
4: Yeah, it's not, nothing like sexist. Like, oh, she'll break a nail if she, she plays with the boys. N- nothing like that, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, I... Uh,
2: Exactly. We, we just. Uh, I just want to make that point we, to our listeners, just in case. It's just. Yeah, it's just reality. Yeah. No, it, well, that's what I mean. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just speaking reality, and and it's basically like if you put a girl on the ice with a bunch of boys, she will die. Literally.
5: I think she can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Craig. <Greg. laughs> oh, you're welcome.
1: <laughs> uh, one other thing was uh, an idea for a possible one episode plot or something where we finally meet the rival hockey team again. But they're just sitting in the stands jeering the main team the whole time till mm-hmm. the point where all of a sudden the uh, the roughneck, the enforcer yes. decides it's a good idea to just hop right over the boards and then just start fighting these kids in the crowd in the middle Which of the game.
2: Which is a phenomenal homage
1: to, to Mr. Mike Milbury of the Boston <laughs> Bruins back yep. in the 80s
2: who actually jumped out of the rink and beat up a fan in the
1: stands and it's amazing! There's a statue of him right
4: near TD
1: Garden, by the way. (laughs) And now now he's one of the best commentators for the NHL Network,
5: so (laughs) figure. Now I feel bad for the fan. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, he shouldn't have said that crap. But yeah, (laughs) and that's that's another thing. For all the people out there who aren't hockey fans, uh, hopefully, like, all these references that we're doing to real hockey events, I hope it's kind of giving you an insight as to, oh, that would be really cool, because... This really did happen, and it makes it easier to reference what you know when you're making something new. Uh, and one of the things that we know is Boston hockey.
3: Yes.
2: And Boston, watching Boston hockey is definitely some of the most entertaining. Like, I, I watch all the other teams, you know, because, I mean, the Washington Capitals are amazing. The uh, we, If you're from Boston, you hate the Penguins and you hate the Canadians. Yep. The like not Canadians as a whole because the rest of the Canadian teams are okay.
5: I'm talking about the Canadians. No, just this just the, the Canadians. Whole thing. Yeah, the, the
2: Montreal Montreal. Can- no, I mean
5: Winnipeg Jets. What are they? Like, oh come on, the Vancouver Canucks. You have to hate them. <laughs> well, I, but well, I mean, and then you have the Maple, the Toronto. I know. Canucks. Oh, <laughs> I hate them regardless. My so, buddy,
4: <laughs> my buddy, Damien Abraham from the band Fucked Up once told me that everyone in Canada hates the Canucks. They despise that team so much. Except
2: Vancouver? Well, well because they because they destroyed their own city. I just yeah. Like,
5: <laughs> well, they would have destroyed so it if they won the Stanley Cup back in 2011 anyway. Yeah, but they angrily destroyed their city. <laughs> they, like, it's just like, it, I don't understand sports fans who literally, like, after, like, maybe after a loss, I know it's overreacting. But, like, if your team wins, like, let's say the Super Bowl, like the Eagles, because Philadelphia fans, oh, uh, <laughs> My God! You win the Super Bowl and you destroy your city. Like, why? You won. I don't the, get it.
1: There was actually a trending hashtag for Crisco cops because law enforcement had to go around and put Crisco on all the light poles in downtown yeah. Philly to keep the, people from climbing up. Yeah, because but they still
3: managed to do it. Yeah, because they're no, they're
2: notorious to climb their light and people. As soon as the Super Bowl was over, everybody threw their TV out their window why would you do that wait okay up. this is totally going off topic but <laughs> I,
5: I it, it's just like fascinating how interesting is the correct word i'm going to put here that people can be when it comes to sporting events yeah and this is why anime seems so much more sane <laughs> well and you
2: have you have shows like haikyuu Yep. Uh, that introduce you to the aspect of watching... Like, Haikyuu was my real first real sports anime that I ever watched. Sure. Because I'm was i just not interested in sports animes. and But then Haikyuu got me interested in all other sports animes because it comes I come to find out, oh my gosh, sports animes are phenomenal because they're really interesting. And the characters are amazing. They have to be. Yep. You have to care about these characters or else the sports anime is going to suck. Yep. Haikyuu is probably one of the best sports animes I've ever seen still. Yes. It's about volleyball. Okay. Now I know everything about volleyball, and, and I shouldn't. Are you sure it says everything about volleyball? Dude, that's, like, what a sports anime is. It, it teaches you how to play the sport. Huh. Yes. All right. Basically. Like, they tell you about why all the positions exist and what they do in those positions. They teach you the moves that the, that the players do in order to do the formations. It's, so that's, like, the kind of things that we have to work on with this kind of stuff. Is... Heck, even,
4: I know I joked about it last week, but even the Shirley Scorch and Ping Pong Girls actually taught you how to actually properly play ping pong. Yeah. And buy ping pong products. And ping pong parks. yes.
5: That actually makes me want to play ping pong, because I haven't played in, like, a few months. We should play ping pong. Alright, <laughs> let's get
4: our kimonos and yukatas on and head on over by the hot springs
1: and play some ping pong. Yes, sir. I'll sell ping pong and ping pong accessories. I think we're getting
2: a little bit off topic.
1: I sell yeah. hockey and hockey accessories.
2: <laughs> it's definitely nice to see that we got some response out of the hockey anime. Uh, and we're going to keep that Google Doc going. All right. So with that, let's uh, start wrapping this up. This episode seems like we got pretty much all of our fan service in one little tight spot. Well, it was, it was sporadic throughout. So, but uh, we're going to keep the Google Doc going. Yeah. I don't know if we'll bring this up again. Maybe in the future. Oh, I'll um, be
4: back up. No, no,
2: without question. We're still talking about this. But with that, I guess we, we have to go into some just some shameless plugs. Yeah. So, if you guys want to continue joining in on the conversation, if you want to help us build our hockey anime, uh, you are more than welcome to. You can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we post everything and every anything and everything That you see, you can find the podcast there, you can find our news updates there, you can find my complaints about Thundercats Roar on there, (laughs) and you can chat with us in the comments or on our messenger, which a lot of people do. Uh, You can also find us at nerdyshow.com slash anime if you're not already listening to the podcast there, because you can also listen to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher and Podchasers and Boom and wherever the heck you can find your podcast most likely. Uh, you can also find our videos at nerdyshow.com slash wicked anime, but it's preferable to find our videos at youtube.com slash wicked anime. Uh, and we have new videos coming out. Our Anime Boston videos are finally being released, where you can see us talking to Stephanie Shea, the amazing Steve Bloom, and the absolutely incredible Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, wherein was one of the best interviews we've probably ever done on Wicked Anime. Yeah, I I, I will you can watch the Mary Elizabeth McGlynn interview. She's the best. And I gotta say, I think that in particular, Steve Bloom was very tickled with our questions that we asked. So. Yeah, his 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 attitude was very different towards our questions than everybody else's. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I'll have to watch it again, because I, I don't... You you just you told me that, but I don't know what you're talking about. So I'll have, to, I'll have to check it out.
4: Also, you'll get to hear other people ask, how do you become a voice actor in the industry? <laughs>
2: Alright, <laughs> let's not make fun of our peers, even though they ask terrible questions.
1: <laughs> what challenges for, did you face? For for any
2: fledgling press person out there, I just want to put this out there. If, right. you're, if you're a fledgling press person... And you're going to be interviewing people. Never, ever, ever, ever ask them questions that they've already answered a thousand times and you can't find laying around on the internet or on Crunchyroll or anybody else who's interviewed them. Never ask, do you have any advice for for people who are trying to get into voice acting? Never ask that. Never ask them, who's your favorite person to work with in the voice acting booth? Because they don't. They don't work with anybody in the voice acting booth. It's it's always, I don't meet anybody. Never ask them what their favorite uh, project that they've worked on is. Uh, because they don't know they've worked on so many that they just don't give a shit uh and (laughs) just all these things just it's good it's good proper etiquette ask them a question that the way i see it is i want to ask them questions that in the future i want people to ask me let's make them have fun yeah make them have fun they are people too so now that I've done complained about, <laughs> about our peers and our amazing videos that are coming out, uh, you can find those at YouTube.com slash Reviews, uh, and you can subscribe to us there, get all the new video updates, and, and po- we're really, 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 really hoping that in the future, we will be getting our video production back up once Jonathan and I are... A bit freer. Yeah, free and clear of our futures, and... Uh, Maybe we have Greg here help us out. We don't know. Hopefully. He's, he's, re- he's willing to learn
1: some things. So.
5: you like an intern. Yeah. Yes, sir. Unpaid. You're <laughs> all, un- all, of- all unpaid. That's literally my
1: title, the unpaid intern. <laughs> <laughs> um, so,
2: yes, that's actually a really good idea. <laughs> and our unpaid intern, Greg. <laughs> You've uh, been replaced. Now that I've lost my tr- my train of thought, you I was, just said YouTube. I did videos. Uh, you can find us on all the other social medias. You can find us at Twitter and tweet us at Yo Wicked Anime, and you can find us on Tumblr at wickedanime.tumblr.com. You can find us at Twitch.tv.com at Wicked Anna uh, I may be streaming more because I just got a new gaming computer, which I talked about, my visual novel machine. Maybe I'll be on Twitch more at Wicked Anna Play, and Ooh. you can watch me play Conan Exiles. <laughs> Uh, maybe not because there's a lot of nudity in that game. Um, maybe you can watch me play uh, how to uh, survive Japanese, that RPG where you have to oh learn yeah you know, learn Hiragana, fight with Hiragana. Yeah, learn. It's called Learn Japanese to Survive, and I'm really really good at the game because I already know Hiragana. <laughs> I'm just saying, I already know all of it, so it's really easy, and I'm good at RPGs because I grind like crazy. So that would be a fun game to kind of. I should play that game. That would be a fun game to uh, to post on Twitch and maybe. Maybe you'll have me there with my microphone and me playing Twitch and I get to talk to you guys while I'm streaming. Who knows? Maybe that'll be something to look at in the future. Cool.
4: Other than that, that's everything for Wicked Anime. Evan, your turn. Okay. So for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions... Comments, Or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast show, you can write to us at Bastards at Brigade.com. You can follow me on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, on Twitter at KingBabyDuckESH, and on the J-Pop, Anime, and Video Games Amino pages at KingBabyDuckESH. And also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash OmnistryInc. That's O-M-N-I-S-T-R-Y-I-N-C. Like us at Facebook.com slash Boss Bash Brigade and Facebook.com slash Land of Ash, And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Ash, including The Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, and Smashed Rook. And Derek, why don't you go on a little bit on ahead on what, where people can find you before we have a little bit of an announcement of our own.
1: Sure thing. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, at Elite4Derek. You can also find me with a four-star wanted level as I'm speeding down the streets of San Andreas trying to get away while I'm trying to build my fledgling cocaine distribution company up. <laughs> I'm just shocked that you keep coming up with those. Just, I now,
4: don't know. now, I want listeners to know that I'm actually going to be moving in with Elite Four Derek Woo! in just a couple weeks, so the next episode of Wicked Anime will be recorded at our abode, and hopefully... the. I don't know if the third person that's going to be in with us on the apartment might join us. You never never know. It could happen.
5: Greg? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I am now. (laughs) But but hopefully...
3: And you
1: you can find Greg in the shadows of my closet as he's creepily (laughs) (laughs) staring. But but
4: with us living under the same roof, we may be working on some new video stuff and more unboxing things. and We may even do some Let's Play stuff as well, too, together.
1: Yeah, if you guys want to see me swear my ass off while I'm shooting people in Grand Theft Auto, it's for—it's usually just me getting shot. So you just basically be watching a snuff film of me dying over and over again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good guys. Well, thanks for listening to the episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. Yeah, uh, we will be back next time. We hope you guys join us in and uh, listen to us on episode one forty one. Uh, we look forward to it, and uh, that's about it. So now it's time to sign off the only way we know how. <laughs> K- K- bye. K- bye bye.
3: You can never get it.
1: but you're just pumping the air. I want to see a lineup of, like, five people standing up on stage, all just, like, air-humping. Just, like, just looking at each other, like, yeah, this is great, right? Yeah. (laughs)
4: Pump-pump-pumpers. What's this this called again? It is the Boston Air Sex Championship. (laughs) Open Invitational. I have no idea. I I don't know if I should go deeper into this, but, like, here I
1: go. Can we have Team Wicked Anime (laughs) and the (laughs) intersection?
4: It is a magical (laughs) (laughs) It is a magical blend of coronation, showmanship, humor, and interactive storytelling. Wow. It's at the Wilbur.
1: The Wilbur Theater. This is the part where I have to wipe off my face. (laughs) (laughs) Each air sex show combines God. the patriarchy and
4: prestige of professional <laughs> sports with the excitement and creativity of a first-rate talent competition. <laughs> Think air guitar, but instead of pretending to play boring old instruments, air sex participants have jaw-dropping sexual encounters with an invisible partner or partners, using nothing more than oh, the God, art of rude. pelvic storytelling and pure imagination.
2: I, I don't know what to say.
5: Rule 34, maybe? <laughs> Not even. Wow. No, this is this goes beyond the rules. I right. thought you were saying like a totally different... I didn't think air sex was the actual thing. <laughs> yeah. No, it was legit yes. air six competition.
1: You
4: guys That's can't how you see get your future you, partners
5: today.
1: You guys can't see because she's imaginary, but she's loving this right now, let me tell you. <laughs> I got my VR headsets and, oh, and a VR Canojo up right now
2: got my illusions uh, my illusion <laughs> gameplay of VR. Let's do it.
1: Alright, that's enough of that. that Imagine, that like, r- throwing out your back and having to go to the hospital afterwards. <laughs> do well, Doc, I was this close to winning this competition where we pretend
4: to make love on stage, When out of the blue I just feel something puff in my spinal column. <laughs> Doc, I, ha- I was having the air sex. I was in the air sex
2: competition. <laughs> air high five. Yeah. Can you imagine the
5: like receptionist nurse or whatever you call it when you first enter and she asks like how you hurt yourself and you tell her it was for an air sex competition she's like yeah do you want to see our like psychiatric ward right now
2: (laughs) and then you realize that it's also an air nurse that you're talking to so you're just sitting you're still on stage at the air sex competition and you've imagined this whole thing but then you but then you find out that you're jumping from reality to reality. And then everybody's shooting each other.
3: <laughs> and then
2: you just get cut in half at the end. <laughs> and then, but but Sean Sean Beam Bandit is the only survivor.
3: And That's no, enough. And of that. there's
2: a blonde hair, white skin rally. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, I'm okay, gonna stop my hands. recording now. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs>